Do you have a child who is a bit mischievous, possibly troublemaker, loves to pull pranks, or maybe a child that is a misfit, doesn't actually fit in with their peers? In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of a child. And I've invited a special guest back to the program, Raymond Aurora. If you're not familiar with Raymond, he is an internationally known, award-winning journalist, producer, and a New York Times best-selling author. He's a Fox News contributor. He works on the Ingram Angle. His body of work is expansive. I believe he has reaches like 400 million homes a week, plus more than 600 AM and FM radio stations. But that's not what we're going to be focusing about. If you've listened to my interview with Raymond before, you'll know he is down to earth and he cares deeply about kids, about telling stories, and about delivering information in a way that helps build families. So we're going to talk about his newest book, The Magnificent Mischief of Tad Lincoln. And yes, that is Abraham Lincoln's son. We're going to dive into this and all the hidden meanings and all the influence that a small child had on a former president. Stick around. I know you're going to enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hi, friends. Like I said, we have Raymond Aurora in the studio again, and I'm delighted to have him here. Raymond, welcome to the program. Thanks for being on Equipped to Be. Oh, Connie, a delight to be with you. Always enjoy being with you. Yeah, we were together uh, back in May at the NRB with your very first Turnabout Tales book, The Unexpected Light of Thomas Alva Edison. And you told me, stay tuned for the next book that was going to be about Abraham Lincoln's son, and you did not disappoint. Tell us a little bit about um, about yourself, about your story, uh, for my listeners that may not know you, and I can't imagine that they don't, but there may be a, one or two. Well, I look. I'm a, I'm a, a journalist, a broadcaster, um, and an author. I really consider myself a storyteller. I mean, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's writing for families, I call these family reads, not mm-hmm. picture books. But whether writing for families or or young adults, I've, I've written middle grade series, a Will Wilder series at Random House, or you know, I I just recorded my first Christmas album, which just came out and is a top Billboard jazz and Christmas charts. So whatever I'm doing. I consider it all storytelling, and the through line is I really do want to bring people together into a new awareness of each other and the importance of each other. And that's really what this story and the Edison story points to, uh, that we can't discard anybody. And as a society and and in the culture, if you're not the most beautiful and the most glamorous and you know the hot item of the day, people sort of overlook or bypass people or discard them. And all of these historic figures that I'm focused on are actually early discards. You know, people who as children were either dismissed or their talents and gifts were missed. And in time, we've come to see the great gifts that they gave us and, uh, and how very important they were, not only to their own families and their own lives, but to millions and millions of other lives right through a century. Right. A century later. You know, here you are, you're a father, and I yes. would imagine that as you have been diving into these characters, uh, these families, I mean, you've written about very famous families, and you're telling the story through the lens of the child, but you've talked about how the influence of the parents has helped shape them, and how the child has shaped the parent. And I right. let me just ask you a question before we really dive into uh 
the book about Lincoln's son. You know, I want to ask you, as you've done this, you know, it's hard as a dad. It's 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 hard period as a parent. I'm a mom of four. You're, you're a father of many. It's hard as a dad. Um, you've got to, you know, work. You've got all these demands and pressures and deadlines. And were you personally impacted by the way here you have the president of the United States stopping to pay attention to his sons and yeah. see what is good and right in them, not their imperfections, not their inabilities. Did, has that impacted you at all? Oh, sure. No, no. It was a, it was, a, I didn't know anything about Tad Lincoln. I stumbled onto this story. For many years, I covered the White House Turkey part, oh. which people probably know, they've seen it on TV, where they drag out two live turkeys. They put it in front of the president the Monday before Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and he pardons the turkey. They don't eat the turkey, so they send it to a farm in, in Virginia. Well, I saw this thing. I even covered it a couple of times, and I remember asking people at the White House, where did this come from? What are the origins of this? And they told me, oh, it was JFK who did it first, or it was Truman who did it first, and it became a tradition. Well, I discovered that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. The origin of the turkey pardon is actually Tad Lincoln, who is Abraham Lincoln's youngest son. And it, it happened in 1863. And I won't go into the whole story, but I'll just you know tease you a little bit with it. Mm-hmm. But that was sort of how I entered into this. And I started doing research on Tad Lincoln and the Lincoln family dynamic. And what I discovered is that Lincoln's secretaries in their diaries describe Tad Lincoln as a hellion. Okay. <laughs> they say, I don't know why the president indulges this little hellion. And, you know, Tad Lincoln was knocking things over in the White House. He was digging up the Rose Garden. He would hitch his goat to a dining room chair in the East Room and gallop through the room during parties. I mean, he was a kid. Yeah. And he brought the wilds of Springfield, the country life of Springfield, Illinois, to Washington, D.C. And his parents allowed him to. But in every instance, over and over again, you see contemporaries of the president, Lincoln, saying whenever he was with the boys, he was doubled over in neighing laughter or rolling on the floor with the boys. So as I looked at this and looked at the timing when these events happened, Mm -hmm. what you realize is for Abraham Lincoln, Tad Lincoln and his son Willie before his death, they were the touchstones of normalcy and joy in an otherwise hellish existence. He was fighting a war that he was losing. You know, he had tragedy all around him. He loses a son in the White House Mm -hmm. and Tad becomes his lifeline. And they're really inseparable. They travel together. He goes to speeches with his father. He reviews the troops. When Lincoln goes to Richmond after the war, when the war is finally over, it's Tad who's with him, gets on the boat and goes with him to Richmond, um, to the newly freed city. So I I thought, what is it about this relationship that we should know about? What's the lesson here? And as I dug in, I discovered this sort of beautiful father-son story. My first book, I mean, you mentioned Edison. Mm -hmm. The Edison book was about a boy who at eight years old is thrown out of school and told he's an idiot. And his mother takes him home and homeschools him. So it's about a mother who saves her son. Mm -hmm. This is about a son who saves his father. And I love that it it, it kind of turns the turnabout tale on its ear a little bit. But uh, it's a very sweet and I think powerful story particularly at the holidays. I think it's very powerful. There was a quote I want to pull from in the book that you mentioned too in a pre, when we were talking before going live. And that was, Mm -hmm. even through war, Lincoln was reminded to see the joy beyond our troubles and the need to show mercy. You really 
kind of expanded on that in, in the book a bit, but you can see that. You can see how a childlike passion for what is true and right and good and even forgiving, how if if we as moms and dads pay attention to our kids, boy, can we not learn a lot. It makes us better people if we are. Right. Well, look, people think people think that what they do or their work is the most important thing. No, no. Jacqueline Kennedy once said, the most important thing I, I'll ever do are the way I shape the character of my children. That's the most important work I'll ever do. And she's so right. Yeah. Because, you know, look, the Turnabout Tales series, this whole series is about young lives. And we have a little motto for the series. And it's challenges faced, decisions made, and history turned. And it's really through the eyes of these young historic lives, but they're lessons and events and happenings that are still affecting all of us today, including young people. So with the darkness we see in the world today, Tad Lincoln and the mischievous mischief of Tad Lincoln, or magnificent mischief of Tad Lincoln, is really all about finding joy every day, not allowing the darkness of the world to crowd in on your life to such a degree that you miss the, the the moments of grace that have been given to you. And in the in the case of Lincoln, you know, his son was with him all the time, including in the evening when he would hear pardons. People would line up outside the White House all day long. And in the evening, after the president finished his official business, he would welcome these people into the White House to come into his office and make their pitch for a pardon. Some wanted their kid forgiven for leaving the battlefield. Others wanted, you know, property returned that was taken during the war. And Lincoln granted 82% of all those pardons. And Tad laid next to his desk and watched this, watched the way he interacted with these people, watched the mercy and kindness and forgiveness that he extended to them. So at a particular moment later in the story, when a turkey comes to the White House, and look, Tad is very alone. His brother Willie has died. Mm -hmm. He feels all alone. And he befriends this turkey. And uh, I won't ruin the whole story, (laughs) but... Uh, He befriends the turkey, and at a critical moment, he turns that lesson of forgiveness and pardon and mercy around and asks it of his father. And it's a beautiful kind of, um, it shows you how the things we do more than the things we say impact our children and shapes their future. And what I love most about it is Tad Lincoln, this little child with a cleft palate who was not a great student, who, again, people described as a hellion and a little, you know, Shenanigan. It was always yeah, up to I, some shenanigan. Yeah, yeah. A mischief maker <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, of all the people, he and Abraham Lincoln have left us a beautiful national tradition in the White House Turkey Pardon every year. And that same year, 1863, it's the year that the Gettysburg Address is delivered. It's the year that Lincoln frees the slaves with the Emancipation Proclamation. And it's also the year, and I didn't know this, 1863 is also the year that Lincoln establishes Thanksgiving as a national holiday at the end of November. I can't imagine that that establishment of the holiday was not tied in a deep way to what he was going through at home and the mercy and the forgiveness that he experienced and extended to his son, Tad. Yes, like you said, it's really about a unity. He he just wanted people to come together to... Yeah. to be unified and that gets all, that gets missed especially as we try to rewrite history in some cases because you know I focus so much on the the parent child relationship and what's actually going right. on he gave a voice and a purpose 
to his son. Readers, you have to read the book to find out why he named his son, you know, the way he named his son. I thought that was, I did not know that. I thought that was yeah. interesting. And the fact that he had his, son, his dad in, in stitches just laughing um, at some of the things he did instead of constantly rebuking him. I'm sure there was some of that, but he didn't say, I'm the president. This is how you have to behave. This is how you have to sit. This is the fork you have to use. He delighted in his child. And parents, it doesn't matter your position. It doesn't matter your power. Your kids are not looking at that. Yes, maybe they want front row seats at a basketball game if you have that kind of access. But that's really not what your children are looking for. And Abraham Lincoln demonstrates that it's about their relationship. It's something much deeper. It's delighting in the child that God gave you just as they are. You parent the child you have, not the one you wish you had, the perfect one, the well-behaved one. Well, and it's and not allowing that way. them to be children. Come. Yeah. Allowing them to be children. I mean, that's what the Lincolns did. That that sort of struck me. And people would upbraid them and say, why aren't you disciplining this child? Why are you letting him do that? And repeatedly, you see them saying, and there are quotes in multiple biographies, where they say, well, that's just Chad being Chad, or let the boys be. They know what they're doing. They know what they're about. You know, they kind of let them go their way. And I think today we we want to manage kids so much, you know, and tamp down on the mischief. And in many ways, that's how they explore the world. That's how they uh, actually open you up to the wonder of the world in ways that you didn't expect. And I, for those who, if you can see the cover of the book, go to my website, RaymondArroyo.com or, or to Amazon, you can see it. What I love about the cover, and I asked Jackie Davis, our illustrator, to, to do this, I thought it really important to show Lincoln laughing, bent over and laughing, because that's a historic reality that we never see. No, he's we see a stoic. So grim. Yes. Oh, so grim. And look, you can understand. Look, he was losing a war. He lost many people in his family. They lost two children. I mean, there's a lot of tragedy around the Lincolns. But there were moments of joy, too. And I think when you read that Thanksgiving declaration where mm -hmm. Lincoln says, you know, we're begging the hand of the Almighty to heal us for our perverseness and divisiveness as a people that will come together in unity and tranquility and peace. Gosh, do we need that today? And I hope that everybody who reads the book and comes across it, A, they find a new way into the holiday season and a way to introduce children to the holiday season. But secondly, that they really take that to heart, mercy and forgiveness as the prime movers of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's not a feast day of gluttony. It's a feast day of mercy and forgiveness. That's how Lincoln saw it. And it's a beautiful way to consider it. And it's a perfectly timed book. Like you said, it, it is really, I'm glad you you took the time to dive into this and explore and discover the story of his son and losing a son. I mean, it could have been very easy for the president to go into this mode of total grief and loss because of everything that was happening professionally, let's say, in his country and in yeah. his family, but he didn't. And so we have a choice. And I think this is a great model, and you touched upon it. And by the way, Jackie did a fabulous job. It's such a beautifully illustrated book. You just, mm, she's you. done a great job. Okay, so we're going to close out our segment. Friends, as always, I will have everything in the show notes. I'll have how you can connect with uh, Raymond, get the book. I really, you need to get the book and read it at Thanksgiving. I just want you to sit around the table and talk about the things that really matter. Pay attention to what is good and right with your child. Don't get so distracted by the cares of the world. And as you read the book to your kids, as I was sitting here reading it, I want you to notice the principles 
that are applied through the beautiful storytelling that Raymond has laid out here. It's more than just a simple story. There's so much depth to it. And talk about it. Pause. As you're reading the story, pause for a minute or two and talk about the deeper meaning. Point out what Raymond has just said about forgiveness and and mercy. And I mean, 82% of the pardons that people came to him, he had a tender heart, and we don't hear that. So as you go into the holiday season, as you spend the month of December not so busy and, and focused on the things, but on the child that you have. And what is God showing you about you? So Raymond, as we close this up, I know you have another interview here. I'm just grateful that you were able to carve out a little bit of time to be with my guest here at Equipped to Be. Oh, I, Connie, I just I'm wanna, delighted to be with you. I just want to ask you one thing. Give your listeners, because you're a father of many, one lesson, say, that your children have taught you as a result of writing this book. Well, not only writing this book, my motivator, my impetus for writing for families really were my children. I mean, that's, I wrote for the early books. I wrote the Will Wilder series, uh-huh. um, the, the Spider Who Saved Christmas. I really wrote those for my children because I, I had stories I wanted to tell them. And now I write for other people's children and, right. you know, and, and maybe my grandchildren to come. But what I love about this story is it reminded me that you have to take the time, even when you're busy, mm. stop for a moment. Enjoy the child and let, let the child enjoy you. Sometimes you will find in that moment more grace, more inspiration, more hope than in anything else you could be spending your time doing or anyone else you could spend it with. And, and remember, his wife had slipped into a deep depression in her own madness. Mm-hmm. So he was sort of alone with Tad. And you see the two of them clinging to each other and finding hope and grace in, in that relationship. So it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about Lincoln I didn't know, and it shed new light on the meaning of Thanksgiving and the power of traditions passed on from one generation to another. And we have this beautiful turkey pardon. And for kids, we think children are, are oblivious to things like war and tragedy and, and uh, you know, disturbance in a family. They're not. Right. They know this stuff is going on. They're trying to process it. This is an interesting way to help them see historically how the president dealt with it, how his son dealt with it, with tragedy, and how they found hope and joy beyond it. That's an important life lesson for them. And I, I love that you recommended people reading it to each other. That's why I write these books. As I said, I, do, I don't consider them children's books or picture books. To me, they're family reads. Mm-hmm. The entire family can enjoy them together. And you asked me what I got from my children. Mm-hmm. Whenever I would watch a movie with my children or read a book with my children, they inevitably highlighted or seized upon something different, a detail, an accent that I missed. That's the joy of reading and sharing a moment with your child. You will get perceptions and insights, I think they're divine insights, that you would never have alone. So take that time. I think that's an excellent way to close this segment of the Equip to Be show. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed uh, our time together with Raymond Aurora. Raymond, thank you for being on the Equip to Be podcast. I look forward to whatever next turnabout tale you have coming out. You'll have to come back on the show. I'm working on a book about a young, a president as a young person. And my Christmas CD, Christmas Merry and Bright, has been at the top of uh, Billboard's charts, uh, the jazz and the holiday charts. So check that out, too. It's all at RaymondArroyoChristmas.com.
That will be in the show notes. Thank you so much, Raymond. I'll let you scoot so you can get on your next interview and we'll talk to you again. Be blessed and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Oh, you're wonderful. Thank you for the time. God bless you. Happy holidays and blessings to you. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.